Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down on things each week to make you say the thing that's the top of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Eli Uden. And Kath is, you've noticed the absence of Kath's voice. Kath is unfortunately not, not joining us for this broadcast, but we have a lovely guest, a special guest. Everyone, please welcome Josh Gondelman. Hey, thank you for having me. Such a hey. pleasure to be here. What's going on, yes. man? Um, not much. Since last time I was on the podcast, the world has gotten even more what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. like, truly, I feel like... It must be terrible for your SEO that, like, around March, everyone started saying the thing that is the title of your podcast, <laughs> unrelated to the title of the podcast. Yeah, we're the only people who say the thing that's the title of the podcast. That's our deal. Yeah. Everyone's edging in on it. We crank out more season assists than you can believe. It's just that's basically <laughs> yeah. what oh, yeah, I do incredibly, you're, You guys are, <laughs> are known as the most litigious podcast in, in uh, topical podca- comedy podcasting, yes? Yeah, that's yeah. what we're trying to get into. Uh, just absolute, just just bad faith lawsuits constantly. We're, yeah. That's the, what our Patreon supports. Anybody that supports our Patreon know that you're supporting uh frivolous lawsuits remarkable constantly. litigiousness slap suits <laughs> patent trolling yeah we, we pay we pay uh, we pay charles harder the guy who uh, uh trump used and uh hulk hogan used to uh, kill gawker that's that's the guy that we, <laughs> um, we uh, immediately you guys have like a- both drake and future uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the, we lost immediately they have very good lawyers very good lawyers very good uh, lawyers incredible precedent you guys are on like a slack a private slack channel with like peter teal and hulk and <laughs> yeah <laughs> just the, oh, yeah. just the crew um yeah we, going to the hashtag the, blood boys slack <laughs> channel with peter teal with a z yeah, blood boys. Yeah, they don't want my blood, but Eli's still young enough. They want his blood. They don't um, want my blood. For, you know, Are you well, me? Yeah, I, if we, we were, like, were I have SC- to jewel all day now. What? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, this, what? yeah. that's true. If we were if we were worried about SEO, we probably would have picked something higher in the alphabet and also not a common phrase or Drake album title. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> a that's time to thing. be alive, comma what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. is uh, that is alphabet. The alphabet matters in SEO? Well, Does no, it? no. I, I just meant like for me, like scrolling through, you have to go all the way to the bottom. To, you know what I mean? Just uh, in yeah. the, you know, I don't know. I just, I just yeah. It's a uh, um, look. As somebody who's at the end of every single line in elementary and middle school with a with a Y U last name, both first letters really set set me at the back of the yeah, line. That's true. Your, teach, your teachers never flipped that and reversed it. No, but he, I th- even when they did, I feel like it was a. It just felt like pandering to me. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, okay, great. But yeah, I was just used to it at that point. Right. I knew I knew my place. Uh, <laughs> I knew where to stand. Sorry, Martha Anderson. It's Eli's day. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. John Aardvark, you motherfucker. <laughs> You're never again. It's just, yeah. it was just you and Rebecca Zivon rubbing your hands mm-hmm. together in quiet fury. Warren Zivon's daughter, Rebecca Zivon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My close personal friend from, uh, from elementary school. <laughs> Is that her? Does he have a daughter named Rebecca? That would have been a bad accident on my behalf. I, do, I, I truly do not know. I, I highly <laughs> doubt it, but I do not know. The, the chances seem low. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're, we're glad you can make it. We, I don't know if you want to discuss, but also, sure. I feel like it's the most. 
This, it's the most, you know, I, I don't know if you ever, like, because you're always like, everyone's like, the pure, the, the, the sweet, uh, uh, but it's like, uh, we're like, we asked Josh to do the podcast, and he said, yes, wonderful, glad to have him, but then, like, you've had this, like, nightmare of a weekend, while also agreeing to all the annoying shit that is related to this podcast, <laughs> just like no, this has like, been. I was really looking forward to this. This is uh, okay, great. I'm not annoying at all. I but yeah, my my wife and I were very fortunate to. We booked an Airbnb upstate for two weeks. We were gonna just. I was still working full time, working remotely. Uh, she had a bunch of stuff to do that she was like, you know, I can get that all done. Like we're already working from home. Why not work from a home where we have a yard and a porch for a couple weeks? Oh yeah. So we, we were very excited for it and we, we showed up and it seemed great. And then a couple days in the water just stopped working. And then there, the attempts to, you know, that, that thing where like your attempts to fix something, just make it worse. So they mm-hmm. sent a guy over and the trickle of water became no water at all as they turned it <laughs> off. And so we, we, uh, had that for like 24 hours. They couldn't, they kept going, okay, if this next thing doesn't fix it, then it's unfixable and you, you should go somewhere. They were, they're very sweet. They tried to, to make it good. They tried, they offered to put us up in a hotel, which like I didn't want to have hotel close neighbors during a pandemic. So yeah, that seems bad. Yeah. So yesterday night, um, we, we drove home, which is no big deal. Again, no hard feelings. These things happen, but uh, between there was no desk at the Airbnb. So I was like sitting on the floor working, like using a twin bed as a desk. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a it's detective throwback. Like a detective <laughs> trying to stay out of eye line of the windows, just like a private dick being like, enhance. Um, and then uh, between that and like a, a couple hours driving in the car, like right after I finished work, my back is a little messed up. So it's not the best. We're not in the best 48 hour stretch of my life. Oh, God. Yeah. The, the, the Airbnb thing is Airbnbs are so weird in a million different ways and like yeah that we were talking a little bit about when you show up to one and suddenly you just get an email with all your responsibilities for the weekend yeah, that you didn't yeah, know yeah. you had they're like right. well you also they have should to have to put s- it i'm oh, sorry oh, yeah, go ahead. Feed your, you were saying like feed a snake and for a second i believed you i was like do they have a snake yeah i so think you had to feed un- a cat once before or like water plants or something it's like you should have to put like with next to every amenity if it's like air conditioning you should have to put the weird drawback that offsets it right you should have to yeah. put like air conditioning bathtub in kitchen um <laughs> we have HBO. a literal pro and con list on yeah, the Airbnb they should page. because they only say the pros and then the email is like remember lie to my neighbors and say that you're my long-lost cousin from belarus and you barely speak english <laughs> so that's like every air especially in an apartment building you have to do so much lying and it's like wait yeah. a minute we're not in cahoots i'm renting your home for two days <laughs> yeah they're like you're now legally part of this you're in a- welcome to my apartment you are now an accessory uh yeah to right. a litany of crimes wednesday morning um, an unmarked van shows up you get in the van we head to the bank you never yeah. saw anything i uh I, I stayed when i went to a wedding in detroit um which, yeah, I want to, it's funny you say about, like, since everyone's working remotely now, like, that's really the thing. It's like, we record this podcast remotely. All the work I'm doing right now is remote freelance. I'm definitely getting where I'm like, what if I just move to Iceland? Could I just yeah. move to Iceland and uh, just work from a glacier or whatever? Like, or, that's not Iceland, right? It's Greenland. But uh, I, I, I stayed at an Airbnb when I went to a wedding in Detroit. There was a, uh, the top floor of a Chabad house, which is, yeah. like, um if anybody doesn't, I think I talked about it when it happened, but it was like a Jewish community house and they, they rented out the top floor 
And one of the days they left like a bag of fresh bagels on the doorknob. And I was like, that's really nice. And then that's how you know that they're hooking up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but I went and I was like, oh, thanks so much for the bagels. That was like really nice. And then the person at the Chabad house was like, I didn't leave any bagels <laughs> this morning. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, literally, did I eat poisoned bagels? Like, wh- who left <laughs> them Where there? did the bagels come from? Yeah, and then they clarified, and they're like, I was like, they were in a bag. There was like a couple of bagels, like an onion one. And then they're like, oh, we left that yesterday. And I was like, okay, well, say that. Don't act like the bagels are ghost bagels just be like oh yeah we left those yesterday well like, what, a make that weird, connection. what a weird response to yeah. be like if you don't get the timing on this bagel delivery right we'll disavow it yeah, and, and it will not like, even register with me as a thing that happened yeah i was like okay well okay yeah you could have just added that in we haven't had but, a bagel delivery here in 10 years yeah, 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 yeah. on this very night yeah no, <laughs> some a, sort yeah. of benevolent dibbick when benjamin einstein the- was <laughs> murdered <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um i just want to address something uh before anybody gets on my case um oh i know what this is no well two things i guess first thing is i, I <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, okay, there's my thing, and the one Eli's fucking talking about. I just want to address. No, uh, the first thing is I forgot to turn off the AC. I don't know if anybody else could hear it. I'm sure people are gonna fucking go wild. I turned it off like in the middle of the the last sort of conversation. So uh, sorry for the first few minutes of this. And uh, also, if there's any ice jingling around, that is not me. I'm drinking water. That that's does not me. Have I apologize. I have ice. Um, oh, it'll be done soon. People are gonna lose their mind. No, no, they're yeah, not. Because I, because people were saying like, I'm excited to uh, see how many times he can throw dice or something. Like, they, they, they apparently it was very audible, which I did not know. I thought if I, I didn't had known know it was. Um, that was people, me jingling my ice in front yeah, of the, someone's eyelids. Spitefully, people spitefully. extremely notice. And uh, yeah, it was uh, just uh, trying to. Say, somebody said like, excited to hear him go for the record to see how many times he can uh, jingle his ice or whatever in one recording or whatever. And say, so, okay, well, uh, so it's, look, sorry. You get you get air conditioning noise or you get ice noise. I turned off my air conditioner. Yeah, but I can't. I can't then go iceless. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I can, the, the, the reason what the reason the ice the AC I do usually turn off. Um, but a lot of the times, like when you go for walks or whatever or something while we're recording, so she's not stuck in here as it slowly gets hotter and hotter. And it's like 93 degrees today or something crazy. So like, um, I kept it on to like the last second and it turns out I forgot to turn it off at that last second. So that's why it was going. Hopefully it wasn't too annoying. Sorry. Uh, but not, not particularly sorry. Whatever. This is, this is a, a deep apology. This yeah. is all bases covered. I Mine will not on, apologize. So yeah. I'm sorry I'm, if anyone was offended. I'm going to do one of those classes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look, I just put my fucking air conditioning. I didn't realize it was such a problem these days. <laughs> the PC police coming for me because my air conditioner is on. I have since learned about air conditioners <laughs> and more about them. I've and been doing I a lot of reading and reflecting. Yeah, it's like a fucking Deshaun Jackson's thing where they like, <laughs> that was really funny too, because he posted some anti-Semitic shit, like Louis mm-hmm. Farrakhan quotes. And then one of the things they did was they were like, it's okay, we're going to make him go hang out with Julian Edelman. It was like that's like, <laughs> literally was like he's gonna go talk to a Jew for a bit. I, mean, I think they made him go to like, the the only Jew that that they could name that was an NFL player. Yeah, there's not. It's him and like slinging Sammy Baugh. It's like two of us. <laughs> One of them was very good, but um, 
Yeah, I, I also uh, what it was. I figured people, people on Discord were, were asking, like, uh, I don't know if you guys have thoughts. I guess this is basically Eli's. I have something a very sporadic section called Eli's Corner where I'm allowed to talk about something nobody else on the podcast cares about. But uh, I, I, it's good to know that the, as of this week and for the next year, I guess I am a fan of just the Washington Football Team. Full stop. Which. Uh, people on Twitter are dunking on it a lot, um, which I get. It's the nature of Twitter to dunk. People love to dunk. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's funny because people have been texting me about it to be like, what do you think? Do you hate it? And honestly, for me, and I think any other like person who's a fan of Washington and isn't, you know, like, a lot like, you know, let us say what we want, free speech. <laughs> like, I was so absolutely sure that they were never going to change the name until I was like 80 that I truly don't care what the fuck they call it. I'm just happy to be able to discuss it in a bar without lowering my voice. Like it's, they could call it literally like the Washington, like cornholes, just like the Washington balloon knots. I don't give a (laughs) shit. Just like so glad it's not that anymore. I think it's kind of cool though to just be like, what we're just a football team. That's like a very, it's like a very soccer way to name the team, right? It's like to call it just like football club. Mm -hmm. And it has the benefit of being such an old team that you get to throw in the like established 1932 on there where you're like, damn, (laughs) these dudes have been playing since like leatherhead times. Established back when casual racism seemed like it would be around (laughs) forever. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, well, we're, we'll still, you know, honor our heritage as one of the teams that had an incredibly racist owner that was like, acts of actively forced to integrate uh, <laughs> at some point. You know, got to keep that that heritage, I guess. I also here's the thing that I don't. The only thing I don't like about. Sorry to, to intrude into Eli's corner. Oh um, no, the, it's the reason people don't intrude is a lack of interest, not not a rule. <laughs> so yeah, we, I, we usually I, let him twist until he finishes, and then he's kind of like, well. <laughs> I guess that was it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You welcome him back into the center of the room where other people are conversing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is my only problem with it is that they say they're still going to change it, but they're selling merch in the meantime, which is such a grift to be like, we're going to sell interim merch. <laughs> Just truly incredible. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. actually, I'm going to buy it. I'm, I was like, actually, I was like, are those on sale yet? Because I... I really think it's. I want specifically merch and maybe a jersey from when it's called that. Just yeah. because it is weirdly kind of a big like moment. So it's like cool to be like that's when they change it. I have this jersey from when they had no name like for a year. But I also saw something that I thought was probably made sense to me, which was um, on on some podcast or something that somebody was like, "It's smart because what they they were like, what I think they're doing is they're just going like, we're just going to go by the Washington Football Team." But it's temporary. But they're just saying that, so if people don't like it, then they'll switch. Yeah. But they also have the option that if people do like it, they're like, we're just going to stick with it. Yeah. The the uniforms look kind of cool, too. The whole franchise is doing a wouldn't it be weird if we kissed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're named, yeah, like, what's the thing? It's like, we're named the Washington football team. Just kidding. Unless, like, that's (laughs) that's the exact thing they're doing. Unless you think it's cool. And then it's, yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's it's funny, like, this, this, like, like, presupposes that they haven't had like branding people working on like the like the contingency plan like like it shows like dan snyder's that stubborn it's like yeah. we're not gonna change it we're not gonna have any plan b this is it we're not gonna you know now it's like oh crap okay okay we need a few well you know what? we need a whole season to figure it out we don't have time uh we gotta you know we don't we gotta, we gotta yeah this is a design guy and yeah so uh, yeah you know 
they're like uh, it almost does feel spiteful because the the publications that had refused to use the slur in their writings i don't know what's happening to my uh but uh like the publications that refused to use the slur in their writings had always just said the washington football team so mm-hmm. those almost feel spiteful they're yeah. like fine that's what we're called you happy Since now you're, yeah it. look now you get to say that like yeah. but i i do think they need to get a i mean obviously nothing not a uh nothing offensive but like they need to get like I think they need to get another offensive. No, name. But, but they need like, <laughs> <laughs> they need like a mascot though. They need a guy running around. Like, I feel like every sports team needs a needs a, a guy running it, around. It would like be a, amazing. We to didn't have one, have one before. They should well, get one. Because like, it would have been so racist. Of course, right? Yeah. I think I mean, we did have... have people come like bless our field, but that was uh, <laughs> that was more of a damage control. Uh, I think thing. they should have one guy dressed up as a whole football team in like an outfit with eleven <laughs> guys on it, like almost like, like a human person menorah. And... No, it's like like the guys that do the the Jackson family shit, like where they you know they have like all their joints connected with like a long stick to four human sized mannequins, and they do like a. Like, I don't. I can picture it, but I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, I'm not the only one who's seen this. Yeah, right? no, I, I know what you mean. Okay, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. It's or, very cool. You should check it out. It Go to some plazas until enjoyable. someone shows up. They could just do a mascot of a football player, like if it, like, <laughs> like a football, football player turned into a mascot. Like so, he's just yeah. like a little bit more cartoony. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, like 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 Sparty from Michigan State, but just he's a football player mm. instead of a Spartan. Like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, just fully, just call up Mondo mascots. I want a Mondo mascot so that it's like, it's a football player, but also he is cross about being slighted earlier in the day at a coffee shop. Like those hyper specific, <laughs> Josh, have you seen, are do you, are you a follower of Mondo mascots? No, tell me more. Ooh, very good. It's a, I believe the Japanese mascot kind yeah. of company. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not, I think it's just, I think it's just a person who, who's, who just kind of like, documents all because like in japan like everything has a mascot yes. apparently so like individual towns like recycling programs in those towns like you know all that kind of stuff and uh yeah it's just like a delightful little um just sort of rundown about and so you just see all these you know uh, there's one that's like a hamburger that's i forget what he's the mascot of but that's the most recent one that i i remember seeing um, yes and sometimes they like they have like video of them like playing the drums in like a heavy metal band or so it's it's all kinds of yeah it's good yeah stuff. they have ba- they have these backstories like here i'm looking at all this here's one of them um i, I mean i could you guys can't see the picture sadly but bunkaki is a conductor and an oyster like music conductor yeah. with a maple leaf for hair <laughs> like it's just always kind of this mashup of weird things i like um the one that i see here a lot like in in like station on stationary and like little figurines and stuff is i believe gudatama is the pronunciation oh and it's like yeah i i don't know the gender of gudatama but they're like a um a melancholy egg yes yes i'm very familiar yes it's it's a it's basically like a depressed egg (laughs) i really like gudatama it's like a lot of images of like an egg and he's the yolk and he's just kind of like rolling around and saying stuff like i don't want to and it's extremely good big fan of gudatama here yeah gudatama supporters yeah when i when i was a kid i got really into the uh sanrio stuff um mm-hmm. other than hello kitty because hello kitty was for girls and i was a boy but now i uh yeah so i bought bad smaru stuff I li- yeah i liked i liked karopi uh yeah <laughs> um so that was uh yeah and and uh 
yeah so i i've always been like programmed to like that kind of stuff i think um, hey they're little guys basically yeah That's exactly big interest here exactly so um yeah. hmm. so please cute cute higher mondo mascots dan snyder i guess I don't yeah know. i don't know well, yeah it could be well, a good cons- cons- just a consulting i'm fine with people taking dan snyder like you know like fleecing him for some money for for yeah. sort of a no-show job that's fine yeah. with me yeah exactly but um, like uh, it's such a and then people are like what if he had to sell and i was like the number one person is going to buy the team if he sells is bezos so it's like uh, nobody uh, who and also he gets a lot of money when he sells yeah. like he loses control yeah. of the thing but he gets like a billion and a half dollars or whatever it's like oh right. man owned it's like a guess right <laughs> it's like what happened with donald sterling they forced him <laughs> right. like you just made him richer <laughs> I mean, they, they, of course they can't like take it can't confiscate it from him but like right. it's still like it's like this, okay fine i guess this is the only thing that matters to this dusty I, old guy you know, you know i guess what? it's good i think uh civil asset forfeiture right by law enforcement is such a terrible overreach into private uh life to just like appropriate private property by police who just want to because they can but mm. i do think there should be civil asset forfeiture for the football basketball you for the pressure for professional sports franchises of old racists that you should just be able to take them and give them to someone else. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a, yeah. Like cops that are taking a picture with like the, the ownership paperwork for the Washington football team on a pull out white, like card table. Like, yeah, they yeah, put, yeah. like the way they put like Twitter. three bags of weed and they're like, look what we did. We saved everyone. Yeah. Or whatever. They should, yeah. Post on their Instagram account. Like we took the football team. <laughs> Yeah, just the Homeland Security Instagram account being like, check out these lit, confiscated items. Yeah, fire emoji. It's the Los Angeles Clippers, a pencil that's too sharp. (laughs) Yeah, it's something that they think is a weapon, but that someone else is like, that's a a vibrator, actually. They're like, oh, no. Well, we still took it, but we didn't touch it because we're not like gay or anything. (laughs) We we had a drawer. Oh, oh! But should we? Uh, should we? Should we jump into the the story? The yeah, stories. Let's do, let's do it. Today's oh, yeah. today's news. Number five. Number four is a story. This one comes from Kicker Drafter in Number the Discord. Five. Number five. Number five comes from <coughs> Kicker Drafter in the Discord, uh, which is he does indeed draft kickers. He did the. Uh, I think there. I'm not sure if it's he. They they were a member of the the Discord fantasy football. Uh, league which yeah if you're not in the discord check it out there's always a link in the description and come discuss such news and and all that um so this is news comes from the uk from the west news uh where a man has been fined uh for pretending to be a ghost in a cemetery (laughs) in portsmouth Uh, an english man was fined for pretending to be a ghost in portsmouth cemetery anthony stallard 24 so I kind of thought this would be an older. You can't see a twenty-four-year-old and be like, "It's a ghost." You're just like, well, like How do you? with an older person, you got to be like, "Well, he's almost a ghost, so let him, <laughs> let him off with a warning." Yeah, uh, he was apparently flapping his arms, throwing himself backwards, and making ghost noises, <laughs> uh, which was causing problems because you know, he could you know, be heard. Do that classic thing of throwing themselves backwards. Yeah, that classic like, yeah, ghost falls. move. Ghost he's doing falls. physical comedy. Yeah. Get some like, chains, man. If we're going to do ghost stuff, you got to get chains. That's key. 
It yeah. definitely, definitely, he's moving wrong. Also, ghost sounds is that like, Woo! or was he doing that wrong too? We got to specify what the sounds were. Yeah, it's just barking. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's like, I, yeah, learned, like, <laughs> I only know about ghosts from the movie Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai. <laughs> that's who yeah, I think that's a ghost. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to figure because okay, so he did plead guilty, so he didn't fight it. Um, the <laughs> Yeah, the court heard the 24-year-old had been out drinking with friends when they went to Kingston Cemetery in Portsmouth, where they started to play football, by which I assume they mean soccer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they said that witnesses complained to police about his rowdy behavior and his pretending to be a ghost. (laughs) They're like, I have two problems here in the cemetery. One, this guy's being rowdy. Two, he's pretending to be a ghost. Very disrespectful to the actual ghosts in the cemetery. If you're going to pretend to be a ghost, you got to do it somewhere where dead people aren't. Yeah, at that point, you have to haunt him just to maintain respect and to maintain your turf. Yeah. Like, if, it's if like he can pretend to be a jets. ghost. Yeah, if he's going to pretend to be a ghost in your cemetery, you got to make an example of it. You know, you got you to gotta haunt him right away. Um, and here, your, your question is answered. The witnesses reported the group engaging in rowdy behavior and one of them throwing their arms in the air and saying, woo. Okay, pretty ghosty. So, yeah, so, okay, at least the they sound. got that done. It's like, oh, I'm a ghost. Ain't it? <laughs> Just like, oh, oh, I've got unfinished business, right? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, Margaret. I'm Margaret Thatcher, right? <laughs> They're specifically pretending to be the ghost I'm of in, Margaret yeah. Thatcher. I'm in, oh, I'm in hell. Just like, all right. <laughs> she does. She does say that. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna write you. I'm gonna write your cabinets around. Move them around. Give them a shake. Watch out. I don't even know what. If you're going to pretend to be a ghost, do it someplace that people, you know, like, 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 I only understand how ghosts operate from, uh, from movies. So I would, uh, come up behind somebody while they were making some pottery. That's about my yeah. best understanding of, of how to, uh, embrace like them, a ghost. guide them, improve their pottery. You'd just be a beneficial ghost. Bring like a Bluetooth speaker or just play on your phone, uh, <laughs> unchain melody. <laughs> just. <laughs> I can't stop thinking now about a, a ghost playing music off his phone on the New York subway. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, Just put get headphones. No, yeah. They fall out of my ears. <laughs> yeah, that's why, because he can't. He has no ears. No one ever said anything to me while I was alive, because no one ever says anything to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, chill. The, the train crashed 50 years ago. Some say on a dark night you can still hear... Uh, the 50 cent song candy shop playing off his <laughs> LG chocolate. This <laughs> is out of the bass speakers. Uh, yeah. Now, so, uh, Oh, go ahead. On. Maybe it'll say this is pretending to be a ghost, a specific crime in the UK, or was it just like general nuisance making in a cemetery? I mean, I mean they've had laws for a long time, so it may actually be, you know, yeah, um, impersonating a specter, dishonoring the dead. I don't know. <laughs> dishonoring uh, the dead. <laughs> A little D&D. Yeah, yeah. We've got to do a little B&E, do a little D&D, have a rowdy little night. And, and then uh, next morning, wake up at a B&B and celebrate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, getting getting dinged for pretending to be a ghost and not being able to pay the fine, ending up in debtor's prison, that's a very Dickensian plot. Yeah. You know, that sounds very... Uh, that could be out of one of the, the lesser-known Dickens. The, the, oh, perfect, yeah. the perfect circle version of that is you then die in debtor's prison and become a real ghost. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's like gift of the magi. Oh, Henry ass irony. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, haunting a debtor's prison. They're like, what's well, already pretty bad in here? So the ghost is really kind of only a makes it slightly worse for sure. <laughs> but everyone in here is having a pretty bad time. Um, oh, debtor's prison is probably a bad prison to be in. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that they're all bad. Yeah, yeah. None of them are great. Uh, yeah, everyone's broke. It sucks. Everyone, nobody can even bum a cigarette or anything. Right. It's just like, ah, it sucks, man. Hey, yeah. uh, can I owe you for pizza? Like, no, man, we know what the fuck you're doing here. <laughs> We're going to take an IOU from a guy in debtor's uh, sorry, prison. Sorry, I left my wallet outside the prison. Hey, uh, did you, I hate to ask this, did you accept uh, uh, a check for $1 million to let uh, the guy who was in here for forging checks out of jail because that's not gonna it's gonna bounce and you really shouldn't have done that it's post dated he says he got a lot of good business ideas he said he's good <laughs> for it it's the guy from catch me if you can that's why they could never catch him he just kept bribing people with fake checks every time they they tried to arrest him how'd you pass uh, the bar how'd you pass the bar frank <laughs> how'd you pass the bar <laughs> i i feel like if you're taking a bribe in checks you deserve whatever comes to you <laughs> in Bitcoin or like that. Yeah, you need Bitcoin or at least cash. Something that doesn't rely on uh I owe I'll owe you this bribe later. Yeah. So this, and it's written this, down. This code is worth uh 0.01 Dogecoin and uh you can uh <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, we My will return your return your daughter for 43.2 <laughs> Litecoin for uh, <laughs> eight counts of Ethereum. I will return your daughter unharmed. I feel like this actually happens too. And I'm, I'm sure like, it happens. Like it's dark. Well, that's how they do when they do that thing where um, they hack your computer and won't unlock it. I think they were like, send us Bitcoin. Because yeah. it's and just not traceable. It is truly like an online version of like leaving a briefcase at a fountain. You yeah. know, like when they hacked Joe Biden's account and everyone was like, oh, I bet Joe Biden understands Bitcoin and can send and receive it for sure. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Play, go. Stop. Go. I was just going to say, I don't know if anyone at his campaign does. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. They're like <laughs> emoji is as high as they've gotten in the technology. I feel, probably, yeah. He probably is like a youth consultant who's 44. <laughs> like, <laughs> wearing a fucking Led Zeppelin t-shirt under a suit jacket. The kids love Sonic Youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his, his resume. It was like, I worked at Empire Records once. Um, but, to oh, they do have that. Uh, I think the specific charge that they... They like... It's one of these things where, like, the, they clearly didn't know totally what to arrest him for, so they sort of just throw... A couple things and hope some of it sticks. Apparently, this is an English law. Uh, he pled guilty to the magistrates, which because England, uh, of using threatening or abusive words or behavior likely to cause distress, which does sound quite British to me. That's that's how they got Al Capone. <laughs> yeah, it was causing distress was what they finally got him for. <laughs> Elliot Ness caught him pretending to be a ghost in the Chicago cemetery. <laughs> Al Capone, I'm a friggin' ghost. That's, uh, that's how they got Two things about me. I got, I'm a ghost and I got syphilis real bad. <laughs> I got the spirals in my head eating my brain. That's, uh, you know, you know, Geraldo, everyone makes fun of him because there's nothing in Al Capone's vault, but it actually was full of ghosts. And they, they, it's, like, it's, like, it's like that scene in Ghostbusters when the EPA guy, they shut down the containment unit and they just go everywhere. So there was a ghost. There was a Italian, like, you know, a mob limo driver who was then driving a cab, surprisingly, you know, turned around and he was like, hey, and then they drove away. And that's the big scary. Moment. <laughs> Got him. 
Uh, well, uh, as far as Stallard, uh, he's going to be fine. Um, he, it's not even very much money. How many quid? How many quid? How many, did he quid, have to pay? How many pounds sterling did yeah. he have to pay? I thought they went to the euro, or they never did, or they, they went, went they, back. That's Brexit. Is this what Brexit was? Look, I don't want to get into this. Kath's, Kath's classic character, British, British guy who doesn't know what Brexit is. <laughs> oh, it was Brexit. <laughs> or, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, he got fined uh, 35 quid and was ordered to pay a 20 quid victim surcharge. Like, what? And then 20 quid in costs, unlabeled. So, like, the British courts are like fucking Ticketmaster. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's all these service fees. Yeah, yeah. And then if he doesn't get arrested, he has to pay a, a restocking fee. Uh, and then if he wants to print stuff. out his his summons online, that's an additional five dollars, <laughs> even though he's using his own printer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, you want to get it? Oh, you want to get it a will call? That's going to be forty dollars a will call surcharge. Um, <gasps> yeah, but it's not that much. I mean, I, I especially pounds that is pretty significant but it's still under 100 pounds so it is yeah it's like it's, it's like not, kind of the cost of a good night out right it's not that much money in the grand scheme of things it is a lot of money to be charged for pretending to be a ghost yeah that is quite a, quite extreme it's the most onerous penalty i've ever heard for pretending to be a ghost yeah yeah it's, it's like uh oh go ahead i was gonna say uh yeah it's 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 definitely um not to try, tread back on a on a an old bit that we did because Eli was not here for this. But the last time Josh was on the show, this ending up like accidentally like impersonating a ghost is a very like Mr. Bean type scenario. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Where he just like somehow a sheep gets on him and he like scares an old dowager or something, <laughs> and then he ends you know like obviously the court proceeding would not be part of the Mr. Bean episode. Um, mm-hmm. I maybe save that for one of the movies, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a very just just a madcap. He's in a He's working or something. Somehow got a job as a waiter, even though he can't talk, and uh, is uh, somehow got his. I don't know. He got caught in his in his under his shoe one of the tablecloths, and he spins around and it ends up on top of him. And yeah, yeah that's or the classic is he's he's out roller skating for exercise and hits a small <laughs> rock, careens out of control, goes through a, a sheet hanging to dry. Oh yeah, and then you know immediately becomes a ghost like in Scooby Doo. Um, yeah, but you know, uh, he'll be fine, I guess. That's unfortunate. That he has to pay this money for pretending to be a drunk ghost. But so it was like uh, it was like when I got a I got a UIP years ago, like a urinating in public from you know bar activities, and it was like twenty five dollars, and it felt the same. Where I was like, <clears throat> well, if I didn't do it, I was gonna straight up pee my pants. So twenty five dollars is pretty worth it to me to not pee my pants in the street like i was like this is a reasonable price to be honest for this there's so many times in my life where i've been like i if i could pee right now i would pay someone 25 dollars. yeah yeah you just have to be ready to to, to pay the to pay the fee it's really just you can pay 25 dollars to go to the bathroom anywhere in new york feels like but <laughs> so, so i feel like there are people doing it under the table for free yeah so we'll 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 start a we'll start a, a GoFundMe to pay the hundred dollars <laughs> for this man pretending to be a ghost. You think he should he be allowed to be a like ghost? An, he does seem like an annoying man. Yeah, I mean, most. Like, I don't know. I don't know that this is a crime, but I don't think I like this guy. 
Yeah, I, I don't think we actually we're not gonna we're not gonna stan him as the kids say on this podcast. We'll, we'll hold back. Stan, on uh, what a time to be alive. We we have to stan a fake ghost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is like a, when I tweeted that Gislaine Maxwell was a girl boss, the original girl boss, <laughs> and for three days people were tweeting at me like, you know, she's a sex trafficker, right? Not the greatest stan target. And I was like, like, yeah, I know. She's yeah, dummy. Bad. That's all I know about her. <laughs> yeah, that's. Her identifying characteristic, if anything, just like, um, yeah, like fuck it, Glenn Maxwell fan cam. It's like, where did you even get this footage? Like, who has video footage? Yeah, it's like, well, right, now it's- you are involved in the investigation, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's a it's that's a just- rabbit hole, but okay, I'll go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, just pictures with every famous person over forty, apparently. Yeah, we, we, were, we had a possible number there, uh, but uh, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll save it. Maybe discuss in detail in the bonus, but uh, if anyone is wondering, the picture of Ernest from Famous oh. for Going to Camp with Epstein is not real. He's Ernest is not canceled. We can continue to stand a, like, a clumsy king. He was, like, long dead by the time Jeffrey Epstein was, like, a notable figure, right? Really? Did he die early? This is well, he, he died, I think, after... Toy Story two, but before Toy Story three, maybe so like in the in the early two thousands, I think maybe he passed. He had he had he I think he died of lung cancer. He was he, he in Toy Story. Yeah, he's the he's the wiener dog, Slinky dog. Okay, yeah. he, I was he, hoping he was in it because otherwise it was such a weird way to define when he died. Like, the era. <laughs> <laughs> like he died. That's how I define most things. <laughs> this is post Toy Story four, so yeah. it's yeah. the post history yeah. era. Um, or two thousand. I just liked. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Uh, um, the millennium I, maybe, took him from us. So maybe he wasn't in two. I don't remember when two came out. Anyway, not important. Um, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. It turns out the picture of uh, Jim Varney as Ernest doing like the 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 face and the point at a guy in a like a suit that looks like it was it's like ten sizes too big and made out of like blue paper towels. Uh, turns out that's not Jeffrey Epstein. That's uh, Robin Williams. So there, you know, who would have guessed? You're, yeah, just it's like mystery cartoonishly not real. Um, oh. But the the pictures there are pictures of Ernest standing at the White House uh, uh, press briefing podium, and those are those are real. Those are Getty images. I don't know why those were taken, but those real. are real and spectacular. Well, for, enjoy. <laughs> Ernest was for like uh, for like a few months. If people don't remember this. He was Bill Clinton's uh, press secretary. Oh. Yeah, it was very short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not oh. fictionally, he named Ernest to the actual position. <laughs> he kept saying, "Know what I mean?" And people did not, did not know what he meant. That's no part of please the, elaborate. Part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kept oh. referring to Vern. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, should uh, we should we should probably keep moving though. Yeah. Sorry. Well, no, we'll, no, we'll, yeah. Good. I'll, I'll put uh, if if I could dump them in the Zoom quickly, I would. But they're all there. If you just Google image search er, a Jim Varney White House press briefing, there's also he wears like four different hats, which is weird because Ernest usually has the one hat. <laughs> so I don't know. What's yeah, going well, on Varney there. can have multiple hats. Well, you, yeah, but but he's Ernest. Though. Your, he's dressed as Ernest. <laughs> oh, wow. you're getting your picture taken at the White House. You want one in each of your good hats. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just looked it up, and there's a news story from AP from 1986 when I guess this happened. It says, official, in quotes, briefing turns out to be a joke. So, yeah, the briefing with Ernest was a joke. <laughs> Thank oh, so you, this is, AP. Okay, so this is Reagan era. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, uh, anyway, yeah, those are real. So he was, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Number four. Number four here. Um, 
This is um another one of those classic just what's happening things. Uh, scientists mock flock to mysterious blue hole off Florida's Gulf Coast. Um, mm. uh, it's about uh, let's see. Um, off off the coast, there's a 425 foot deep blue hole on the ocean floor. It's about 155 below the surface, so it's not super deep water. Um, and it's just this glowing blue hole. They call it the green banana. I don't know. I guess because because of the shape, because of it's like a, it's like a little tunnel almost. But um, uh, I guess fishermen and recreational divers found it. It's kind of like it, it kind of like has like a it like it's like lit. Um, like cool and fun. Yes, like yeah, that classic slang that I love <laughs> yeah. to use. Um, that that uh, that blue hole is fucking lit. Yeah, yeah. that expression I love to say. Um, that's one of those slang terms that I feel like 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 people like, like I would never say that out loud. I don't think like it's one of those things that's like became popular because nobody has to own up to saying it out loud. They can just say it on on the internet or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Kinda just like, feel like it's it's not mine. Like when I have a good time, right. it's not lit. It's like right. plastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's like it's like all the, a lot of the y'all use. It's like you're not saying y'all anybody in person. You can't. Come on, <laughs> that's someone else's here. slang, and you're just typing. <laughs> uh, just so, tweets where you're like, if you said this out loud in a bar, you'd get relentlessly made fun of. <laughs> but on Twitter, at best, yeah. get made fun of. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so I guess I guess like these these uh, these holes are like they host diverse biological communities full of marine life including coral sponges mollusks sea turtles and sharks there's all kinds of shit down there um they found two small uh dead but intact small tooth small tooth sawfish which are endangered species at the bottom of the hole so they're going to do an autopsy on, on them to see what the deal is um autopsy yep mm-hmm. yeah and uh they just don't really know uh what the why they're there or or what's going on um this is- this is so obvious to me. Nature is hiding from us. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I um, like the idea of saying we're going to do an autopsy on these fish. It's like, oh, so you're going to gut some fish. You're going to yeah. do the same thing you would do probably if you're cooking them, except yeah. it's for science. Um, we also yeah. have an update from Shelby on Toy Story 2. Uh, Toy Story 2 was the 90s. My dad had my cousins take me to see it so he could tell my mom he wanted a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> So someone on this podcast does mark time by the Toy Story <laughs> this, It genuinely is a pre and post Toy Story era. Okay, uh, that's our window into into Shelby. Give us the insights. Shelby, um, we hope that was okay to share. Um, <laughs> we can definitely cut that if I, not. We can. Yeah, I assumed if it was texted, it was meant to be read. Yeah, but well, that's, uh, that's yeah, definitely let me know uh, if I was that, not. That famous text threads that are all should all be considered public. Okay, thumbs up. He says so. We're okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, yeah. So I mean, I love the idea of these. Like, the ocean is. I mean, we've talked about this, I'm sure, but like, the ocean is just like fascinating and terrifying. Um, we don't know what's going on down there. Like, whatever percentage has not even been like mapped. Um, and there's just like this is like off like off like you know Fort Myers, Florida. There's just like somewhere. There's just like a hole, and it's like yeah, we don't really. Lots of weird stuff down there. We'll go check it out. It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, people that found this were fishermen and divers, so it's not very remote. It's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, sometimes, you get a blue, sometimes you get a blue hole. Let the sharks and coral have their hole. We don't, yeah. need, we don't need the whole planet. What are we doing? What are we going to do with that hole? Yeah. If we go into it, we're just going to ruin it. Yeah. Let me tell you, last time I had a blue hole was when I went to the uh, an Airbnb in Alaska and the bathroom was outside. You know what I mean? <laughs> Folks, <laughs> folks, thanks. 
Um, <laughs> my other joke was going to be that the blue hole in the ocean is, is this where cops come from? Do they crawl out of the hole <laughs> and then beach themselves on shore and then immediately get given, you know, like a military tank to drive to whatever city they're assigned to? It's like <laughs> a Godzilla situation. This rise from the sea. I think it's where the, I think it's where the first cop came from. <laughs> the like first the, cop. Yeah, it was like a, how the fish grew legs. Like it was the, like that. The Omega cop. The, Pri- the Alpha Prime cop. cop. Prime cop. Yeah. The cop that all cops gain their powers from. Yeah. yeah they say, keep all, him in all, a castle. All cops are Alpha cops. You like? Come on. You no, that's true. This. God. But the the first the first cop uh, is preserved in Rudy Giuliani's home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, who's the guy that's kept in a glass case? Which of the is it Lennon? Yeah, yeah. They've just got him one guy <laughs> cop uniform, but he's in casual. He's in he's in he's in street you know well, plain clothes. clothes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's wearing just, a he's wearing a Rangers jersey. Yeah, a Rangers jersey with a with a necklace badge on it. Oh, a glass case. Oakley's on. Yeah. And um, every night Rudy Giuliani goes, uh, "Thanks for keeping us safe." <laughs> he kisses the glass goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then curls up on the ottoman that he sleeps on, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know usually on his sleeping schedule. He on an I don't know why. It does seem like it would make sense to me that he curls up somewhere. It's just a compact little dude, just kind of, you know, the foot of his own bed. Nobody actually sleeps in it. It's just a weird thing. It's like what. I like the idea wherever he sleeps, Rudy Giuliani sleeps like a dog. <laughs> He sleeps in a little patch of sunlight on, the, on a hardwood floor. Yeah, yeah kind of like he does like a little spin and like a stretch, mm-hmm. and then yep. he curls up for the night. Yeah, yeah see, that's that's how I picture Dan Scavino sleeping. He sleeps at the foot of the bed in the in the in the east wing. Yeah, yeah, you know, just uh, d- doing you know being there, just yeah. important to be there. Yeah, like Rudy Giuliani has a hotel room, and when they come into the the housekeepers come into clean it they're like the bed is untouched but all the pillows are piled on the floor and they're like what <laughs> like what is how did you sleep here what yeah uh but do we have any more so so they found some endangered fish that are still endangered because they were dead uh yeah those, else... two, those two in particular are in a lot of danger um, yeah yeah the most well not anymore i guess but they were yeah. briefly yeah they're safe they're safe from all danger except <laughs> for ghost danger <laughs> yeah they're safe at a a blue hole upstate now um, where nothing can hurt them. So yeah. So, so like they, they, they said they're, they're looking to see if it's, if the, if the holes are connected to Florida's groundwater or if there's a groundwater intrusion into the Gulf of Mexico. So I guess we're worried about like structurally what's going on at the bottom of the ocean, which is not great. We don't want to think about that. Yeah. It seems like yeah. a bigger problem than we can fix. I feel like we're worried about our bridges and highways. We, I think this is like, if we're, if we have to patch up our tectonic plates, we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, um, science it, comes again to ruin a fun story <laughs> and be like, "Oh, that's the degradation of our planet." It's like, yeah, mm. they, they also said they're uh, they're looking to see if if one of them is secreting nutrients or harbors microenvironments uh, or new species of microbes. So maybe we'll get some cures for things out of this. That's what they're. Yeah, the you know. cure for uh, disease turns out to be going into the ocean and sucking on the blue hole. Yeah, and <laughs> absorbing the nutrients. <laughs> that's actually what the Fountain Youth was. That's what they were looking for. That's the blue hole. It was in Florida, so that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's P- Ponce de Leon. Is that the the place? That's right. I couldn't think of it, so thank you for that. I, oh I, yeah, uh, yeah. Hey man, I watched that one animated movie once about the <laughs> Fountain of Youth, where they play a lute a lot. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Death um, becomes her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Oh. 
Well, so, yeah, should, should we, so good luck to the to the blue hole. Uh, good luck to the that area of Florida. Hopefully, it doesn't open up like a sinkhole or something. Um, yeah, you know. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be great. Yeah, I mean, my parents are there, so it's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got family there. The the people of Florida deserve better, but just stay out, stay out of the blue hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good advice. Leave it, leave it Resist alone. the pull. Resist the pull of the blue hole, even if yeah. the blue hole seems to be shaped perfectly for your body. <laughs> stay far away. Do not insert yeah. yourself. Even if you think you know you feel like an ancestral pull to the blue <laughs> hole, and, and you feel like if you can get to the blue hole, you'll you'll live forever eternally in the underwater kingdom. Uh, of your ancestors you know you have to yeah. you have to avoid that you have to avoid that pole no matter how beautiful the music anima- emanating from the blue hole is you must resist it do not release yourself from the mast and climb into the blue you, hole you know you're going to just open up an interdimensional <laughs> rift again right <laughs> yeah stick to if you're going to worship the underwater god dagon and who isn't you just you do it on land you don't have to go see it okay that's all that's all yeah that's Please. what faith is people <laughs> right Worshipping an underwater god from land. That's why it's religion and not science. Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's see, Josh knows all about this because Innsmouth is in Massachusetts. So, you know, you, you know the deal. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> oh, well. Classic uh, mass hole problems. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like, I always get served ads for those t-shirts on, uh, on Facebook. That's like, I'm from Massachusetts. I worship an underwater god and I love Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that. That's a pretty good t-shirt. I also would. If that was served to me, I would buy it so fast. Uh, I actually love merch. Thinking- it's been a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I love thinking about like like Lovecraft because like it, it, it's from such an old. It feels like it's from so long ago that everyone has a British accent, even though they didn't. But like modern day, going to like a, a like a a, a a economically depressed kind of ghost town in Massachusetts, and everyone would just sound like a character in The Departed or something, and they're just like. Yeah, we worship this god, you know, uh, and it's just like, okay, so this is interesting. All right. It's like, there's not much left in the town, but we do have a donkeys. That's the only <laughs> thing we have. Um, yeah, just trying Cthulhu to imagine somebody with a it. heavy Boston accent trying to say Cthulhu. Just like, that yeah. Cthulhu. 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 What do you think there's of this uh, unearthly tiara kid? I got it from uh, my grandmother. <laughs> she married this guy that came out of the ocean. Yeah. I, I seen horrors you wouldn't believe, kid. <laughs> Things yeah, left me reeling. Obed Mosh. <laughs> Obed Mosh. Yeah. You ever heard of an Aboleth kid? It lives in the Underdark. Uh, anyway. Yeah, you guys, a, no, you guys familiar Boston? with the reigns of, uh, of like uh, JP Fucknuts or whatever the guy's name is? <laughs> yeah. He wrote about all sorts of fucked up monsters. <laughs> JP Fuckcraft. I don't remember his name. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. It's a good geometry. Shit. It's messed up. <laughs> It's just the it's just the big fish video, but it's uh, it's an elder god that's emerging from the ocean. Look at all those uh, tentacles, kid! It's a fucking whale. <laughs> uh, oh well, now I want to imagine that for the rest of my day. But that's uh, what be, yeah, that's what I'll be thinking about later. Um. Number three. Number three uh, comes to us from the Detroit News. Uh, this is uh, a story of a heist, which already, you know, you, you got to love a heist. This um, is the story. Of I want to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is uh, uh, a guy who, who pulled off a heist uh, at a hundred thousand dollar casino heist. Um, and the way he did it was that he wore what looks like a full head prosthetic mask that made him look like an elderly man. <laughs> 
So he just let him goes, keep the money. <laughs> yeah, he, he would go and then so he was like uh, he targeted patrons um, that there's some VIP program that lets gamblers obtain cash advances from kiosks in t- inside casinos, which, first of all, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> that is the most predatory. Like, be like, you're a VIP. That means we'll <laughs> lend you money at an incredible interest rate. <laughs> like, this is actually, this is Betsy DeVos's plan for reopening the public schools. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to be able to make sure you can afford your kids VIG every month uh, to keep them in school. Yeah, you can pay for charter schools with payday loans, everyone. Good news. <laughs> yeah, we're great. Just uh, cash for gold yourself uh, into an education. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he wore elaborate disguises, including full face prosthetic masks, uh, glasses, surgical masks. And they have footage. Uh, I can show you. I can post the the link, I guess, if you want to see. I mean, it is a very convincing. It's one of those like crazy. Uh, like really advanced masks that does just look, he legitimately just looks like an elderly man. I um, do. I'm very excited to see how dressing up like an old person just gets you the casino's money. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it'd be the opposite where it's like, yeah. it's my master plan. I'm going to dress up as an old person and then play video poker for eight hours <laughs> while chain smoking Paul Mouse. Uh, like so you're yeah, not annoying he, enough people to be a convincing old person. <laughs> yeah. Playing any game, like playing craps, and they're like, no, 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 no. This is such an incredible Detroit thing because even though he's in full old age prosthetics, he's still dressed like Eminem in Eight Mile. <laughs> yeah, this that's is true. how everybody dresses in Detroit. <laughs> you have to. Uh, he even had, oh hell yeah, uh, they have footage of him dressed like this. He's so he's this this one he's dressed like Eminem from Eight Mile, but this dude fucking went for it because they have f- footage of him dressed as an elderly man, which is this you know mask he has in jungle makeup, <laughs> yeah, no, no. wearing a straw hat, so a fucking old person Panama hat, and using a mobility walker. Yeah. So he full on was just like acted like a complete, just like patsy old person, and then mobility walked his way over to these casino casino kiosk and then i mean he got a hundred thousand dollars by doing this so it's a pretty good scam to be honest and he was taking it from the vip program not from like individual people i it's it says from like it says he stole it from people at the casino but i don't know that's if that's true i also feel yeah. like it's, sometimes they just say that and it's like no it's actually all covered by insurance or whatever but yeah yeah, I don't I've want him ripping of off, fake... like, other real old people who are like, I got an advance on Mahjong! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, God, uh, uh, just a real degenerate gambler in Mahjong, where he's like, front me another hundred, I'm good for it. The tiles will come up my way this time. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a debtor's prison. <laughs> no! I lost a playing Mahjong. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ghost of the, yeah. Dude, this dude is, I mean, I think from what I could tell, this guy is a professional con man. Yeah. So he has, they searched him. They had, he had 83 driver's licenses. Jesus. Yeah. Just read it. Read this whole pair. Read that whole paragraph because yeah. that, that, this is just like the, the ultimate, just like you are going to jail. Like this is like an, or, <laughs> this is an orgy of evidence. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like the, if you were trying to frame somebody for being a con man, this is what would be in the car. This is the sort of thing you'd find in like a game, a video game about being a detective that's just labeled like evidence, and it's yeah. just full of all this. So they searched, they searched his rental car. It was a Nissan Versa. If anyone was was uh, curious, um, 
And it uncovered 83 driver's licenses, 14 insurance cards, and multiple names, a counterfeit $100 bill, and books and books on how to get away with committing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when someone gets really into a sports team like, and goes way overboard week one. <laughs> yeah. He's like a full kit wanker, but for fraud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just like, it's like, yeah, oh. Oh, my How to Commit Crimes for Dummies book? He's that like, was, uh, I was reading that to make sure I didn't commit any crimes. Right, right, right. I didn't want to stumble into this. But it's so funny that he's a novice enough that he needs the book, but, like, deep in it enough that he has 83 driver's licenses. Yeah, it almost feels like he bought the book just to, like, correct things or something. That's a, I don't want to get too close to your jazz joke, Patty, but, like, he's just like, this is all bullshit. I mean, if you yeah. have 83 driver's licenses... And then, oh, Jesus Christ. So they, they f- search his car. They find 83 driver's licenses. And then once they find all that evidence, they further search. They find a Detroit storage unit. And they found 48 more driver's licenses. In <laughs> they, f- they walk into this storage unit, and it's filled with 48 driver's licenses, hundreds of MGM Grand Casino receipts, and a bunch of mannequin heads with prosthetic face masks on it. This is like Mission Impossible. This oh, is like he also a had fucking photos of himself trying on prosthetic masks. Yeah. Um, Just texting him to girls on Tinder, like, does this look cool? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like, I mean, a recovered flash drive contained forgery documents, whatever that means, background checks, tutorials on how to counterfeit money, and Excel spreadsheets with more than a thousand names. This guy is the outsider. That's like what <laughs> yeah. this is. If you He's, if you went into a storage locker, right, just randomly and found a bunch of mannequins with old people's faces on it, you'd probably think a way more messed up crime had been yeah. committed. Yeah. They're like, oh my yeah. Phew, it was just a heist. These are made of plastic. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, it's, it's El Cuco, but he's just stealing money. He's not yeah. killing and eating kids or whatever. So it's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, would have gotten a lot less heat. Uh but yeah, and this dude's fifty five and as far as I can tell, I don't think He's not like, I don't know if he's been arrested before. So he may have, if you made it to 55 doing cons, like, that's pretty good. I think that's like pretty close to the, as much as you can hope for. He's like a, he's like a gentleman. He's like, uh, he's like, um, what's his name? A gentleman uh, thief. Yeah. It's like the old man in the gun. Like, like it's, um, with, uh, I can't think of his name. Um, I don't know what the old on. man in the gun is. Uh, Vance, it's Vance. A, it's like a it's the movie version it's a michael bay version of the old man in the sea <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's a, it's a robert redford plays like an old bank robber he's like he's like he's like in his, you know he's like it came out like last year and so he's just like a guy who like like walks into a bank hands over a note that says like i'm robbing you and just like tips his cap to the lady and is like handsome and has a glint in his eye oh, yeah. and then leaves like it's like that kind of thing mm-hmm. the um, classic gentleman thief yeah wonder, this dude had his shit down too there's how Okay. How long did it take him to accumulate the $100,000? Because, like, that's a lot of money, but it sounds like he's been at it for a while. And if he's been doing this for, like, four years, he's just a minimum wage earning con <laughs> No, I mean, this is what I was about to say. He, This footage they have, they show him he's approaching the MGM Grand on May 23rd, 2019. So I, this usually happens. I think this happened a while ago, but that hasn't been public yet. Yeah. Um, so he's approaching the MGM Grand, wearing a prosthetic mask, blue jacket, dark cap, blue jeans, and sunglasses. In less than half an hour, Coletti made 15 cash withdrawals totaling $30,000 before leaving in a okay, cab. Okay, that's pretty good. And then he went to a restaurant in Greektown to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I guess they found <laughs> that out. But yeah, like half an hour, I mean, 
He just stood at that. I don't think he's stealing it from people. Then I think he's just he just making figured out some glitch or something to just withdraw. Well, it, it sounds like he goes in and withdraws it using like a getting an advance on like a fake identity, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think so. That rules. Yeah, so it's like fake advances, fake cash advances, which like that's on it. That is gentleman thief shit because cash yes. advances are massively predatory. So it's like, yeah, dude, yep. get a bunch of cash advances that they're gonna absolutely have to cover the cost of. This Honestly, is Robin he's Hood. Two th- he's two thirds of the way to Robin Hood. That's what I was yeah. about to say. He doesn't redistribute, but like the casino should, he should have it as much as the casino should. Yeah. I feel like this is one of those things where like he tricked him fair and square, let him keep the money. Yeah, yeah. He, he there should it. be more. There should be a rid of tricked him fair and square. Yeah, the casino is going to be fine. What are they not not able to buy more chips? They're fine. They're, they're all right. Uh, yeah, there's no there's no Bruce Springsteen song about the town where the casino closed. <laughs> yeah, except for Atlantic City, I guess. <laughs> but then uh, yeah, they built well. more casinos. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's man. kind of a, a constant. That's more like casino crop rotation. Yeah, <laughs> Atlantic City is more. That's more about the Chicken Man, you know. Yeah, for and also, it's like an ambient sadness that casinos just happen to be around. Yeah. yeah, and this is they're talking about this being in Detroit. I've been to the Greek Town Casino in Detroit. I've, you aren't in there going, this is a good thing for the people that live here. <laughs> this is not, it's like people straight up like at the craps table, like cashing fucking unemployment checks. It's a dark scene. It's not so, the Bellagio. No, yeah, it's not. I mean, the MGM Grand probably is uh, pretty nice, yeah. but yeah. So, uh, two thirds of the way Robin Hood. Well done, guy. <laughs> good job. Nice mask. Really good masks. Yeah. Mass oh, technology is, is yeah. I, I, there's also in the story. There's pictures of fake IDs that have him wearing the mask as the picture in the ID, and one of them he looks like the um, like that Jesus painting that got uh, retouched oh, yeah. and looked like <laughs> an ape, kind of. Yeah, it looks kind of like that. Yeah, they all look like a weird caretaker of like an old family. And, I like know. the idea of somebody like, "What's? It? Let me see your ID." And it's like, "Well." <laughs> This is the picture. I guess you're not weird looking. All right. You know? <laughs> oh, I guess your face really is just fucked up. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're uh, wearing a weird. Okay. Well. Yeah. Oh, shall okay. we? We'll jump ahead. Number two. Number two. Uh, this is uh, from uh, Bangor area, Maine. So uh, uh, Josh's ancestral neck of the woods ish. A little bit. <laughs> That's so far from where I grew up. <laughs> a little bit crazier. A little bit crazier. No, I know. I, I'm from Connecticut too, so it's not you know. We're all, from me, but it's we're New all, England. We're all from Foxborough, really. You yeah, know? We're, dude, we are. Well, um, especially in these times, we're all patriots, guys. Seriously, it's yeah. <laughs> important. That's what that's what unites us all, dude. <laughs> so we got a we got a classic uh, uh, property dispute. Which is something we all we all love to to hear about. Um, this is a a neighbor who um, and let me see if I can put this in the chat. Um, but uh, basically, like a, a two neighbors, uh, one of them died, and um, the uh, hmm, okay, never mind. Um, one of them died, and uh, the neighbor who remained, who had been on friendly terms with the, the guy who died, uh, did not like the new people. They were sort of making a mess and, and uh, having people over and stuff. And I guess there had been a long sort of agreement between the family member or the two, the two neighbors. Like, you know, they didn't really get into a dispute about property lines, but uh, they uh, he decided to cash in on that and uh, had a, a surveyor come take a look. And it turns out, um, because of the way the property line is, this guy um, cut the neighbor's garage in half with a sawzall. 
Um, a sawzall? I yeah, know. I don't know what that is. Some kind of thing that would be able to cut a garage in half, obviously. Um, oh, and yeah. uh, and basically, just because the property line went down that went down that uh, stretch there, um, and I guess it was something that like had been built, and he didn't really make a big thing out of it, but uh, apparently uh, was not happy about it. So um, it was. Uh, let me see if I can get. It. Okay, I'll throw I'll throw it in the chat right now. And then what um, he, he he tossed the other half of a garage of the garage onto their lawn. Yeah, well, th- th- that's the thing. So, like, um, the dispute the dispute boiled over. So, like, um, they moved into where, like, so they're basically the guy's kids moved into the house, and um, like others, and then they started, and then they started renting it out, and other people kind of came in, and um, I guess there was just like you know. They put a, it's another thing where the classic like the neighbor puts a pile of stuff down and it's too far on the other person's property so they put mm-hmm. down a pile of wood chips um and there was a tractor going down to clean up i guess down tree limbs or something and they put a stake in the ground to um i guess demonstrate where the property line was uh and he said hey this is our property get your stuff off it so they called a land surveyor and they determined that the dividing line was right in the middle of the garage, in the center of the driveway, and right through the middle of the garage. Um, the day the surveyor came and set the pins, the tenants who were staying there packed up and moved out that night. I guess. <laughs> so I guess the garage was someplace that people were living. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not 100 clear here. But they basically that or they're like, just like we're losing this battle. Time to yeah. pack it up. Um, they so, knew it was coming next. <laughs> so I gotta say. They sent another surveyor, and, and I guess the guy who moved into where his, after his dad died said asked if he could go in the garage and get his father's ashes out, which aye, is aye. Yeah, normal. Um, and they said, please do. We want our property back. We've been paying taxes on it for years. And apparently, the guy went in there and just started trashing the place <laughs> and throwing garbage everywhere. So uh, throwing trash all over the place, smashing glass, taking bureaus, and throwing them outside in the yard. So... Uh, the next day, uh, who the, said the, their ashes were in there? The guy who cut the garage said ashes were in there. No, the guy who the guy who uh, his garage got cut. <laughs> got cut. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he wrecked his own shit. What the? What is going on? This is he, he, he was, was on the other lo- property. He knew he was yeah. going to lose the pro. He was going to lose the property. I guess. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I don't know why he would want to wreck the bureaus and stuff, but whatever. So uh, yeah, he. So a sawzall is just like a reciprocating saw. It's not like a piece of construction equipment. No, it's not huge. It's like yeah. handheld. Yeah, yeah. I so was like, gonna say you you can't see the picture if you're listening, but this cut is fucking precise. This thing it, is crispy clean. It looks like a very tidy hurricane or tornado because there's just this pile of debris and an incredibly precise cut. Yeah, it's like such a precise cut that it almost just looks like like a some, they got some sort of like famous architect. Like this is some like Frank Lloyd Wright garage with this Wait, weird it looks angle. Like they built half a garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what you ran out of money for the contractors and they stopped scanning and it looks like they were 3D printing a garage and then they didn't get paid yes. so they could, turned it off. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks like half of the garage was inside the dome and, under the dome and the other half was outside of the dome. And yeah, it just yeah. got sliced basically. Mm-hmm. There was um, a, an event, and then half of the garage is now both 33 years in the future and the past at the same time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, so, this, this, so the guy who owned the property, you know, the guy who, uh, he just took this, he works in construction, so he just took this hand reciprocating saw, and he just cut down the half of the garage and left the remains on the other side. <laughs> so that was this guy's power move. Um, it's a cool and, move. Uh, they put up a fence. He said, we're putting up a fence. 
fences make good neighbors. That's what we learned from this. So uh, neither of the, those people uh, uh, were available for comment. They're the people who uh, had their garage cut in half. But um, the, the local sheriff said, we were aware of the situation and believe it's been resolved at this point. So, Well, um, with his thumbs under his suspenders, no doubt. Those, yeah. Those it's one of those things where resolved. it's like, look, man, we got a lot going on. <laughs> Nobody, you know, whatever. If, if, if the guy who has the right ear is happy, then who, who gives a shit? We're fine. Yeah. Look, we're not, Jimmy Hatfield cut Steve McCoy's garage in half. We don't get involved in this dispute. <laughs> right. <laughs> they take care of things on their own. Yeah. Um, what do we pro- do? Who knows? Who yeah. knows? We got a lot of property lawyers in the comments here, um, which, <laughs> you, you know, there's oh, a lot nice. going on here. Uh, but the, 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 first, the first two are good here. Huge mistake letting a neighbor. This is from Joe Socket. Huge mistake letting. <laughs> letting it's the a neighbor most Detroit. Put, oh, it's isn't Detroit anymore. But no, it's sick. it's Maine. Um, yeah. Letting a neighbor put a building on your property. Did you expect me to live forever? The court will take that into consideration. You knew you built it on your property and didn't complain until twenty years later when new people lived there. You were liable, almost guaranteed. <laughs> I guarantee. Blah, 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 blah. Get ready to pay for a new garage. <laughs> and then uh, the reply to Joe Socket is from "You're as stupid as you look," <laughs> and it starts, "You numb nuts." <laughs> The son gave that all up when he questioned the property line. If he would have stayed quiet and not said anything, gone to the courts and zoning before that dispute, he could have applied for boundary by acquiescence. Um, this is an open and shut case. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, they're talking about like adverse possession, where basically if you like creep onto somebody's property and kind of openly uh, use it and like demonstrate that you're like, you know, if you build a shack or something and nobody says anything for X amount of time, you can say that you've sort of just taken it over. That's like an old school thing that. Um, yeah. It's more of something you learn about in law school than something you actually uh, you see a lot, I feel like. But, if you, if um, you creep onto somebody's property and you're, and you're doing weird stuff on it, yeah. then you get it. If you're, like, rubbing your hands together and giggling and stuff, then you can own that property. You can claim yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot, like I said, a lot, there's also, a lot, weirdly, a lot of licensed surveyors in the comments, according to their things. I don't know why, but um, here's a good one here from, uh, from Can-Am Steve. Does the Sawzall guy do kitchens? Nice work. So. <laughs> I would agree. That's a fucking clean cut. That's yeah. good stuff. That's a, fu- that's a fun comment. <laughs> yeah. That's, imagine, like, I love the, the idea of this guy whose uh, who's creative outlet is zingers in the comments of a main newspaper. <laughs> oh, you mean my dad? Do you mean <laughs> my dad, but it's the Washington Post? Yes. Um, yeah. I won't. I won't dox his username, but I do know his username on Washington Post, and I can I can see comments occasionally because uh, we're reading the same articles a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. This kind of makes me want to move to Bangor. I would love to get involved in this sort of. I wish this was the drama I was involved in. You know, yeah. I'm not involved in any drama, but it's like I have to worry about what people are tweeting. I can just be like, oh, my neighbor sawed my garage in half. You hear what happened to Joe Socket the other day? You know. Garage started clean in half. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you on this. His last dog comment. ran away. Neighbors raising it like a human child. <laughs> Hate to see a thing like that. Can't give that thing peanut butter sandwich. Doesn't want it. Can't have it. Uh, I would just say that this this one came to us from Thea or uh, by way of Joshua Lawrence in Discord. So thank you for this. Oh this yeah, is a good one. And uh, just to, to end it up here, um, uh, from C Burns BDN staff. Well, the last comment I'll mention is a. Uh, a comment from CD1 for life was removed for advocating violence. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's the real comments. Things got heated, I guess. Um, yeah. I would 
I would bet one hundred dollars that that the comment was if I was that guy, I'd saw him in half. <laughs> yes, <I mean. laughs> clean cut. It's fine. It cut me in half. Cut that clean. That's fine. Looks good. Impressive. There were also a few people that were horrified at the concept of keeping your dad's ashes in the garage of a rental property, but I don't know if that if that's actually what was. Yeah, going but on that there. was a that was a ruse. Seems like it was a ruse to me as well. Yeah. So uh, good, good work on the saw with the sawzall on that guy. Seems like he's in the right. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, best of luck to him going forward. Yeah. Uh, which brings sawzall up- fan cam. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Fuck it. <laughs> and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Which brings us to uh, our final story here. This one was, uh, I believe, sent to us by many people, including Shelby and Wet Bigfoots from the Discord and many other people. Uh, and this is about a new car that's being released. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, there's a, brand, a company out of Germany that's, that's going, offering a new uh, modular electric vehicle with just 20 horsepower, but an astounding 737 pounds per foot of torque. Uh, it comes with a tiny kilo, 10 kilowatt an hour battery pack that's good for 200 kilometers of range. An available optional 30 kilowatt per hour battery is available, bu- bumping up the range to 600 kilometers. However, this is all pretty normal. The problem here is that this German company, uh, what they've chosen to call this car, is the e Um Just electronic bussy is the name of the uh-huh. car. I guess they didn't do a lot of double checking on uh, whether the name of their car meant boy pussy or not. Maybe that seems like something they should have double checked. But uh, I'm not sure if this maybe, is going to hit market. But Maybe just in Germany it's fine to have a car called that. <laughs> in Germany <laughs> like, yeah, we, we knew what we were saying and it's not a big deal. Relax. Yeah. This is actually Proves. very forward thinking of them to call their car the bussy. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, like just, Chevy. It's like Chevy calling the the Nova and then trying to sell it in, in Spanish speaking countries. It's like it means it doesn't go. You guys can't. <laughs> yeah, no. In German, bussy means good car. That's so. It actually makes perfect <laughs> sense. Bussy means very good car. Mm. I just yeah, like I mean, it makes a little more sense because you don't have the thing where it's like, how did no one mention this? I guess Germany, but still, you'd think at some point they would kind of check check this out. Uh, and then yeah, the rest of the article is fun because they're like, I, I don't know. I guess they can't like say this because this the article I'm reading is on carscoops.com <laughs> where you get all your scoops for cars and. <laughs> I guess they don't want to talk about it, so it's just a lot of, it's a lot of like details about the car, but they call it the e-bussy as much as possible, which makes me think they do know or get the joke. Like, it's like the e-bussy weighs between nine hundred and ninety-two pounds and one hundred thirty or uh, thirteen hundred and twenty-two pounds. All e-bussies are equipped with solar panels. <laughs> just to keep going for like the e-bussy will be very affordable, which like, yeah, they're trying to make this sound as much like a fuck machine as they can i think the car is kind of cool it's like a little van looks like a guy but uh yeah maybe maybe do a little more research a little double checking you'd think even during the process of googling to see if someone else had called their car that yeah like they have to look for a trademark and stuff right well probably wasn't trademarked by any other automotive (laughs) companies (laughs) yeah they just didn't do the, the regular google 
he'd be like, yeah, there had to be some point at which, you know, does German Google not have Urban Dictionary? Or German, like, in German, like, everything is just, those are just German porn jokes where they're just like, it's, sound, every, it's like every other porno. It's just yeah, doesn't in, matter. In Germany, Urban Dictionary <laughs> is just the regular dictionary. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, this just sounds as if regular sex, yes? This is not unusual at all. But yeah. It's, you, yeah, Zakat is like sex. What is yeah. wrong with that? People uh, say that all the time about the cars. Yeah, I love. Ever people have sex with the cars, and cars have sex with the people. Is this a problem? I don't just, understand. It's just that your car has to be heterosexual. I don't see why that has to be the case. Yeah, that's what they just lean into it, and they're like, "Yeah, no, it's the bussy car. We're releasing a Pride edition of the bussy car." Yeah, did you have a problem with that? Maybe it's your problem. Maybe not our problem. Is that we didn't Google things, or whatever? But yeah. What do we think about how the car looks? I think it looks pretty cool. It does. Look, it looks like a. Uh, it looks kind of just like an updated VW bus, which is a classic. Yeah. So yeah. Is "bussy" long for bus? <laughs> oh, a little baby bus. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like the. It's, it's it's similar to the bear. Remember the bear? That was where the, how this all started. I think. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's just meant to be like. Uh, it's like how um. Um, when uh, George Steinbrenner uh, uh, attacked Hideki Arabu in the press, he called him a fat pussy toad, oh. and meaning like full of pus. Mm-hmm. And the way that that word appears in like headlines, everyone thought it may, he was referring to something else, ah. but it actually he was saying pussy. So it's not it's not a bussy. It's that this car is bussy, as yeah. it's like a bus. resembling yeah. a bus. It yeah. is. There's so much of car culture though, for real, that is like so like. Yeah, this is my fucking dick that I used to fuck chicks with. Yeah, and it's so it would be so like I would honestly find it refreshing to have like an aggressively sexual gay car. <laughs> yeah, there, it would be like you just like the Ford cock, just yeah. something like that. The Chevy hog, just like just, really. I mean, truck nuts like, exist. So what what are we really making fun of here? Right, People exactly. Hanging fake testicles off their car. That was like I got roasted very properly. I, I, uh, to, by by Julian McCullough is like a comic in Los Angeles, and I went and visited once, and there was like a mix up at the rental car place that ended up with me being able to get like a a Dodge Charger for like free instead of like you know like a Nissan or whatever. They like gave they're like you can have the fancy car because we I think they didn't have any non fancy cars they ran out or something, and I pulled up to his uh his house in the Dodge Charger got out and like the first thing he said to me was something like oh small dick huh like just immediately <laughs> just like wrecked me leveled me just got back in the car and drove it directly into the ocean mm-hmm. um but yeah i that's the thing too is this car seems genuinely very cool outside of having to tell people what it's called this is we we ever go on tour we'll we'll pack out the official what a time bussy <laughs> and travel the country <laughs> I mean, a the slight only, shake of the head from Patty at the, the. I would say the name is less of a drawback than the fact that it probably only takes diesel, and that's not even a, that's not a joke about sexuality. That's just about German automotive engineering. <laughs> yeah, that's just for big German automotive engineering heads. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I, 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 it's funny because like some of these, um, some of these sentences in this article are you. you uh, this is car scoops, Eli, that you're at. I, yes, I yes, this. car okay. scoops. So, the fir- the lead of the of the thing is. Um, Electric Brands, a company out of Germany, has plans to bring its eye-catching to the market next year. <laughs> <laughs> Patty won't say it. <laughs> I'll say it. Another uh, Patreon goal to say it again. 
no, and then and then the, the the picture down there has a little has a little log line like a slogan. Uh, e bussy, not a car, but more. So um, also a bussy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> really? But it, but yeah, it does have like a million different little. Uh, it's a very modular. Like it has a lot of different stuff. It can you know. So I guess that technically is true. Um, it looks it, almost like it's made out of Legos or something. It's I, I don't know. It's appealing to me visually. The the more I look at it and all these pictures, like here I can send the link to to you, Josh, too. Like thank you. This is actually very cool. Like. And seems like something that that's the best possibility because this look, looks so cool. It is completely modular, so you can turn it into like a pickup if you need a pickup. It ha- seems like it has a little attachment for like more of a truck if you needed to move. Like this is and it's electric. It's like this seems like such a viable universal vehicle that it's like could the e bussy become like the car of the future <laughs> basically like have they crack so. the code i oh right it doesn't take diesel it's electric um the it looks like it's like you said it looks like legos it's like very charming in a way that like honda thought that the element would be received yeah like, do you remember that where people mm-hmm. are like yeah the doors open for camping and it's like looks kind of fun and chunky this actually this looks like driving like a cool toy yeah 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 that was the problem with the element is that they made it in a way that it 14-year-olds like me thought it looked really cool. Unfortunately, 14-year-olds don't buy cars. So uh, Element didn't didn't knock it out of the park there. But yeah, this is like outside. And yeah, that's what I'm thinking is that either the person who wrote the article clearly knows what it means. But I'm also starting to think that maybe the, the head editor of carscoops.com isn't up on the lingo. And so they just assigned them a story. And wh- whoever the journalist was was like, well, I can't explain to him why this is funny so i'm just gonna write an article with a couple nods to being like yes i know what it means yeah sort of thing. i'll tell you that people in the comments certainly know what it means because that's there's a lot going <laughs> I on i bet there. they do uh, yeah and then some making a weird debussy joke like claude debussy yeah and that's just like you're trying too hard here just stick with the yeah someone says how many tops will fit in it so Good job, Duran, 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 12 hours ago. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I will be buying one as soon as they hit the market. I look forward to, to you know, bouncing around town in my bussy. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, it's got a lot of torque. So it does. Yeah. I, they really talk. They really talked up how much torque there was, which like I assume for car people makes sense. But they're like twenty horsepowers, but a shitload of torque. And I was like, mm, that must be very good. Oh, car, yes. Carscoops.com said it's a lot. It's mm. very powerful. We have three alphas who know all about these kinds of things right now on this, <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. Three big car guys. Welcome to <laughs> big car guys. <laughs> welcome to car talk with welcome. Welcome to three big car guys. <laughs> <laughs> just car focused episode yeah you know car talk's gone there's a, there's a gap in the market for three big car guys to take over <laughs> so move over click and clack <laughs> <laughs> the three big car guys are here <laughs> oh. covering all the important things cars with funny names that's it <laughs> yeah, yeah right. <laughs> We don't know anything else. Do not call in asking how to fix anything. We have no idea. Call a mechanic. We'll tell uh, you if your car has a funny name. That's our guarantee. <laughs> we'll tell you generally what we think of your car in an unprofessional opinion. Uh, 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, great job to, to Germany on making what looks like a very good car. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll end this with a truly despicable comment uh, from Felipe Politano, who is not even trying to make a joke that makes any sense related to cars and just commented, that is one swollen bussy. I guess good try, Felipe. No thanks for that. Um, yeah, what's swollen? That that like swollen like it, the car. What is the car? It's compact. Swollen. Yeah, it's I small. Yeah. If anything, it's lean. Yeah. It's metal. It's rigid. Quite rigid. Can't swell at all. If it could swell, it'd be a massive engineering problem. So Felipe yeah, what putting kind of metal in. Would they be using. Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. Come on, Felipe putting in the absolute Felipe lowest level of effort. Just getting annihilated by the three big car guys. <laughs> Whoa, Felipe, you got roasted on three big car guys. You got to download the latest episode. You got to call. You got called out by the three big car guys. <laughs> oh, but we should. We, yeah, we're, we're we're running long. We should probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wrap it up. Uh, all right. So let's. Uh, well, before we before we get into our plugs, let's let's let uh, Josh. You got anything you want to uh, you want to plug? Oh sure. Um, I have a new uh, podcast called Make My Day. It's a game show with one contestant each week, so the contestant always wins. And then they win a $100 donation to the charity of their choice. And also watch Jesus and Marrow on Showtime, Sundays and Thursdays at 11. I, I work there, not just a big fan. Yeah, yeah, but it is a great show. I know we have we already have fans in the as listeners, but very good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got, uh, well, we got uh, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Um you know, hundred and so well, I, I don't know, hundred and change bonus episodes, uh, live videos, uh, commentary track for Roadhouse. Um, we've also got uh, some goals coming up here. Um, when oh, we get right. to eleven hundred patrons, Eli is going to do an art show of his uh, middle school uh, fantasy art. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we get to twelve hundred. We're going to do the Death Nut Challenge, where we all eat increasingly spicier nuts. Um, I watched. I actually watched a video of two guys doing this um, to just confirm that nobody like had a heart attack and died or anything. Um, yeah. But uh, apparently it's very unpleasant, but uh, we will be uh, doing the death nuts, doing the hot um, nuts, eating spicy nuts yeah. for your pleasure. Yeah. Just pain for uh, your pleasure. Humiliation goals seem, seem more successful than most things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as always, we do have the 2000 patron goal at which point all three of us will do and record our results in the NFL combine. So, right. Right. Keep an eye out for um, that. Yeah. Uh, and we got the, uh, the T public. There's a link in the description. Um, lots of stuff on there. Uh, and um, I think they had a sale just recently, but hopefully another one soon. Um, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, and uh, we've also got the discord. Um, that is uh, in the description as well. And you can uh, join the private channels at the $10 level uh, at, on the Patreon. We're what a time pod on Twitter and Instagram. What a time podcast at gmail.com. Um, I am Patty Moe and all the stuff, and I don't have anything to promote myself. So uh, that's it for me. Yep. Uh, the usual Twitter and Instagram for me. Twitter's my name. Instagram's Chili's Restaurants. And then uh, you can catch. I just did two. There are two podcasts I was just on. If you want to check them out, one, I was on another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Uh, if you're if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, doing some 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 roasting and reviewing of Dragon Ball Z episodes, that was very fun. And then I was also on a podcast called Mean Book Club, where we uh, I love that podcast, Mean Book Club. It's so fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I just did an episode of it where I talked about Jonathan Livingston Seagull, which is a, a 
terrible fucking book from the 70s that apparently was like the hottest shit ever when it came out and it's pretty bad it's like so yeah learn more about the seagull the seagull yeah. book so, and uh, uh yeah. thanks for listening yeah we'll see you next week bye everybody bye